Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. I hope you are keeping well and safe. I hope you've had a great day so far and a great week as well. Today we're going to be discussing following God's leading. And I'm going to be discussing from Genesis 48 10, and I will skip to verses 12 to 19. And here I'm reading about the time where Jacob was almost passing, and Joseph came to see him, and he gave him his blessings. So let me quickly read. I'm going to be reading from the NIV version of the Bible. So I go, verses 10. Now Israel's eyes were failing because of old age, and he could hardly see. So Joseph brought his sons close to him and his father kissed them and embraced them. Verses 12. Then Joseph removed them from Israel's knees and bowed down with his face to the ground. And Joseph took both of them, Ephraim on his right towards Israel's left hand and Manasseh on his left towards Israel's right hand and brought them close to him. But Israel reached out his right hand and put it on Ephraim, though he was the younger and crossing his arms, he put his left hand on Manasseh's head, even though Manasseh was the firstborn. Then he blessed Joseph and said, May the God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked faithfully, the God who has been my shepherd all my life to this day, the angel who has delivered me from all harm, may he bless these boys. May they be called by my name and the names of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, and may they increase greatly on earth. When Joseph saw his father placing his right hand on Ephraim's head, he was displeased. So he took hold of his father's hand to move it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. Joseph said to him, No, my father, this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He too will become a people and he too will become great. Nevertheless, his younger brother will be greater than him and his descendants will become a group of nations. He blessed them the day and said, In your name will Israel pronounce his blessing. May God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. So he put Ephraim ahead of Manasseh. Interesting scripture that we read just now, right? And we see that, you know, Jacob's eyes were already filling him because he was really old and so he couldn't see. At this time, it was about 145, if I remember clearly. So he was... <laughs> He lived a long, very long life in today's terms, right? Well, while I read this scripture, it also reminded me of the story of Jacob and Esau in the Bible. And that was in Genesis 27, when Jacob, with the help of Rebekah, tricked Isaac into taking Esau's blessing. Isaac's eyes had failed him, like in the case of Jacob now, because he was very old. But the difference was that Isaac was relying on his sense of touch ability to feel Esau's body, which was how and why he got tricked into doing that. And you know, Jacob pretended to be Esau, coated himself with, you know, fall from animal skin to make it seem like he was Esau, to be able to steal that blessing or get the blessing of his father from her before Esau had come for the blessing. And so here, in that case, we see that uh, Isaac was depending on his own ability to feel his own sense of touch, his eyes had failed him, so he was still depending on himself to give that blessing. But then when you look at this story, fast forward to now, which we just read today, this is a very similar story. But you see, it's not even the Jacob that had tricked his father, right? 
and he came to his own time of death. But you see, he didn't rely on his eyes because he couldn't see. He could tell that there was a first one to come on based on the way Joseph had placed them before him. But he was led by the Spirit of God based on the words that God had given to him. And even though his ability may have failed him like his eyes, he was able to bless the one that God had chosen for him to bless in the way and manner he should bless him. So, for example, he placed Ephraim ahead of Manasseh in this very case and was able to put blessing on Ephraim ahead of Manasseh as God had ordained. The same way happened for even Jacob and his other brothers, right, in their own time. And so he says in... Um, Genesis 48 verses 19 and he says, I know my son, I know he too will become a people and he too will be great. Nevertheless, his younger brother will be greater than he and his descendants will become a group of nations. And that was a blessing that he gave to Ephraim and Manasseh. When I was reading this verse, I got this scripture, it reminded me of our own lives where like Jacob, we are literally walking through life and in many cases we don't know what's happening tomorrow no one knows tomorrow no one knows what's happening in 10 15 years we can only well i say predict to an extent or we can only you know plan but we don't really know exactly what is happening and so we are kind of working blindly if we are using our own wrong abilities or if we depend on our own self to go through the future and to even get to the destination that god has planned and proposed for us and so our senses, our thoughts, our imaginations may lead us to where we think the destination is. But because only God that knows the destination, and except He reveals to us, if we rely on just our minds or our thought process or ideas or our abilities, like, you know, in case of Isaac, may tend to not know where we're going to walk, walk blindly and in those cases miss it, right? We need to truly rely on God open our eyes to see and follow his leading follow his leading because he is the one that knows the road he is the one that can lead and direct us to where he has proposed and predestined for us to be we cannot go there by ourselves it's literally impossible because we are literally blind now we may think oh well somehow we can navigate life without you know god but then let's just think about it like he's the only one that knows the destination where do you think we are going to that we are going we may not be going in different directions. Meanwhile, God is saying go through a straight road, but we are going different directions because we are wearing on our minds, you know, wasting even time and thoughts and thinking that we can really do it by ourselves without God's help. Meanwhile, He's the one that actually set the destination for us in the very first place. But you see, it's only by obeying and relying, submitting totally to God's will that we can lead us to where He has predestined and promised us. And the thing is about it is that if we continue going through based on our own thought process, our own, my own abilities. We may think, oh, we are successful. We have gotten to this level. This is what success looks like. But if it's not what God has planned and proposed for us, then that's not even the starting point. And so you think, oh, yes, this is the way it is. But if God has predestined you to do something different, then we need to now understand and think through how we redefine success. Because in our minds, we think, oh, I'm successful at this because I have achieved that based on my abilities and all that. But then is that how God sees success? How are you actually doing? And have you done and gone through a path that God had predestined for one's life? That's a tough question. And so it is so important for us to continue to follow. It's paramount. It's too important. So we don't miss it. So we don't waste time. So we just align ourselves or something to his will. God truly help us, honestly. God help us to be able to follow him as he leads us.
Another point to also mention here is that the devil can also use, you know, these things that we think if we rely on ourselves to trick us into going into areas that God has not called us to. Because we are thinking, oh, it makes sense in our minds. It makes sense in our minds. And he can obviously use his different ways as well to try and trick us, twist our minds, especially when we're not kidding to Christ. We're not kidding to submission. And so we find ourselves in places or doing things that we think are successful. But then if you ask God, is this where you have taken me to? Is this how my life should be? Is this my purpose? The answer may seem can be different. So it's so important to submit to God too, because if you're not submitting to God, who are you submitting to really? Who are we submitting to? It's either God or the other side. It's either or. So that's it for me today. God bless you. I hope this has blessed you. I know it has actually has blessed me personally. Thank you for listening today. And I pray that God give us the strength to obey. I think that this has been a very key trait in many of the recent messages. Obedience is so important. It is super important for going the direction and going into what God has called us to be and following God's leading. Obedience, burden, and sacrifice. Thank you for listening to me today. I pray that God will help us to obey. The heart to obey. The heart that fully submits to God so that He can align our lives according to His will and purpose. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you and I love you. Bye.